Welcome to CMYK TV Podcast. I am Anthony Boxman, your host. Tonight I have with me Mr. Francis. Hello, everybody. And El Hake. I'm over here, and hopefully you won't have to stare at me, stare at nothing the whole time. Oh, yeah. So Anthony, <laughs> Stare at me, I stare at nothing? I don't know if you knew this, but remember I was telling you I was having some uh, technical difficulties? Mm-hmm. Last episode, it was on Josh's camera the entire time. <laughs> We were talking on the show. It wasn't. It wasn't oh. switching up. Yeah. So, so I'm it, just. It was just I'm Josh just, the whole time. The whole yeah, time. Just like I'm us, just staring, was, staring off into space. In the, did it have us down in the corner at all, or was we it had us? Him? We were in the corner. Luckily, we were in the corner talking, <laughs> and it was just him. <laughs> just think how much better it would have been if, if they couldn't see us at all. So there was no POI <laughs> label. There was no me on a mini cam. This is me. It just looks like Josh talking to two random. Vacant voices. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like, wow, maybe to... that guy really is just that high. Like maybe <laughs> maybe he's by himself, man. Like I maybe mean, maybe it's just all him. Maybe it maybe could be possible. That. Yeah. I mean, it, it no, is possible. The man yeah. smokes a lot of weed. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> oh man. This whole podcast is all in your head, Josh. It's all in your head. <laughs> we're, we're not even here, man. You're just making this shit up as you go. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I kind of do that anyway, so <laughs> All right. Oh. So. <laughs> but we are here to talk uh, mid-season finales. Uh, for most shows, we'd already hit most of those. So we had uh, Supergirl's done, Gotham's done, Lucifer's done. Uh, but this week we did have what, uh, three of the CW shows and uh, the big one for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because they brought they came back for a whopping two weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah, with two episodes and then yeah. gone, and then went on their <laughs> went on their break. It it was I I will have to say though. Uh, did you guys see the Agents of Shield mid season finale? No. Yes. Oh, you didn't. Oh, there's some good no, stuff. I, I I I gave up on it. Oh, oh that's Remember, right. You gave up I, Agents of Shield. That's right. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for this whole thing to go by, and it'll be on Netflix. I'll watch it there. Uh, yeah, and it, it is a fun show to burn through on Netflix when you can go episode to episode and not miss all the little kind of counter espionage backstory crazy shit that's going on mm-hmm. and yeah especially this season with the senator the new the new director there's lots of stuff going on this season but yeah it was it was a good finale i really liked it um we got uh i mean the the big things were you got ghost rider basically goes to hell yes you got the throwdown with eli morrow which it's so funny because i i thought about it before but it's ridiculous eli morrow is actually if i remember correctly is actually the name of the ghost that's in the kid Ooh. In, the ghost rider. And so in the comics, mm-hmm. and so the fact that they made that character, his uncle is like so much creepier. Cause if I remember correctly, <laughs> yeah, it was the, the person that's the, the demon that's inside him is not, I think it's Zarathos or whatever was the original ghost rider demon. Yeah. This is actually a different demon. It's actually like the demonic spirit of a Russian serial killer named so, Eli Morrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elias Morrow, criminal and devil worshiper operating out of yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, so man. It, yeah. If you haven't picked up the I comic, mean, it is why wouldn't really he be comic. out of Los Angeles? I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be LA. All, yeah. all the other Ghost Rider stuff was West Coast. It was all a bunch of motorcycle guys on the, on the or, uh, East Coast. So they needed a West Coast Ghost Rider. Yeah. You know, West Coast doesn't get a lot of love from Marvel. It's a lot of the. Well, I gotta say, he he did a lot better for them than the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, uh, yeah, but nobody respects the West Coast <laughs> Avengers. Of course Come not. They were now. led by Hawkeye. <laughs> nobody respects any team led by Hawkeye. Even the people uh, now that love Hawkeye don't respect Hawkeye. Uh, was he was he Ronin at the time, or was he still Hawkeye? <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. Uh, the West Coast Avengers. We're talking like late seventies. Oh, gotcha. yeah. We're talking purple suit straight out of the the crime carnival Hawkeye. 
No, with the uh, yeah, big H nice... on the forehead. The, sure. The boxing glove arrows, the whole the whole green arrow type thing. How are you going to know it's him without the big old H? <laughs> oh yeah, you're the giant H of the Buccaneer <laughs> boots. Back when almost all the Marvel superheroes rock Buccaneer boots, even Iron Man, for some odd reason, in his suit, the boots still look like Buccaneer boots. Well, it's fucking weird. Know. Yeah, well, they, they you did know. a lot of drugs in the seventies. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, no, I I thought it was a pretty good uh, way to end the this half season, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I think that I don't like the Colson May thing that they're hinting at, even though we know. Spoiler alert! Obviously, we now know May is a yeah. L- that- oh, what? I was going to say, that was the big one. Yeah, the big drop that May is not May. May That when May May. went to go check on uh, the LMD, she got captured and is being held hostage. And the May that went on the last mission and is drinking booze with Coulson Mm -hmm. is a life model decoy. And so they hint that they are developing a romantic relationship, which, I mean, I guess... I don't know. I'm not a fan. I, well, think. I did. I did like the idea. Like, uh, oh, it's Anna's the LM, the first LMD, right? Yeah. I, I love the idea that they like they built the supercomputer, and then the only way that they could access the dark hold and not go crazy was to have the computer access it. But right. then thinking, oh, well, there's not going to be any consequences. It's like, well, no. You let a thinking AI intelligence supercomputer have access to a book filled with magic <laughs> that will let you build anything you can comprehend. So, And yeah, the idea that like that wasn't going to turn into another Ultron event, of course it is. It's a, it's a Marvel. So, so she went <laughs> literally power crazy. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is she's, yeah. she's Okay. But right. because she's a robot and an android, she was smart enough to basically do what they needed to do with the Darkhold while gathering more information from it. So she figured out how to build the gateway, how to save Coulson, how to save Fitz, and you know has the ability now to build a dimensional gateway anywhere she wants because it's not like she forgot the data; it's yeah. in her head. But then, yeah. yeah, you know that damn robot. She snuck, she snuck through and read the rest of that book. And so, who's telling what the fuck she can do now? But and now that she's now an evil robot, so what do you <laughs> think does she have a goatee? Yes, <laughs> yes, she has. Well, she does. You can't see it. She has that super thin upper mustache. You know, like the one that she the can little, pull at. Twirl. Yeah, that she could throw yeah. out and yeah, 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 yeah. completely, <laughs> completely. Uh, what's that guy from from Rocky and Bullwinkle? That guy is that? Is that maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, uh, Boris uh, and Natasha. Yeah, Boris. Yeah. Boris. Yeah, I think Boris had a mustache. He yeah, he had a mustache. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A, the the what was it? Snidely Whiplash was the best one though, wasn't it? I think it was yeah, Snidely. Yeah, had no, the that's Russian true. French one. Yeah, yeah, Maria, yeah uh, Batrock the Leaper. And the it, actual Captain America comics. He anyway, had a straight up French curly Q mustache. I think we've been saying the LMD's name wrong. It's Ada, not Anna. Ada. Ada, yeah. that's right. Okay. Now I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy for Ada. I followed Mallory Jansen when she was on another show called Gallivant. So I'm glad that she's on something and she'll be around for a while. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I didn't recognize the actress, so I don't think I've seen her in anything before. Also, they're um, pushing the Mac Yo Yo thing as well. As a uh, yeah, well, they doing... they kind of let that come to fruition eventually. For him, basically, Mac not being an asshole and just yeah, <laughs> I actually do like you, and I'm stepping up to the plate. <laughs> Which is nice because uh, the news, real quick about that, is there's going to be a spinoff, a quick, a short little spinoff show called Slingshot, which I think is probably going to be 
Mac and uh, Yo-Yo? Maybe. It's supposed to be in between seasons four and or three and four. And they're just these short three or six minute length episodes. And there's only six of them. So they're just like like um the Vixen cartoon. Yeah, like the Vixen things on the CW seed. Yeah. So they're going to do it. But I guess it's going to be live action. And it's just going to be some some little things from Joe Quesada. He's going to be writing or directing uh, the little spinoff. So we'll see oh, some nice. more. In the news article, did it actually say directing? It says directing. Joe Quesada directing That's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff. Awesome. And I'll tell you what, if they're good, thank mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, really? <laughs> the last time Joe Quesada, Joe Quesada's been on uh, Fat Man on Batman a couple of times. Uh-huh. And they became pretty good friends when uh, when Kevin Smith wrote his Daredevil series. Quesada was the artist on it. Oh, So they nice. worked together for over a year. Okay. And so, yeah, he, he and he and Joe, like, they're both kids from Jersey. Like, you know, they grew up in the same neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. They became friends really, really well. And the last time he was on Fat Man on Batman, Kevin Smith's like, dude, he's like, you already are a director. As the penciler of a comic book, you pick the camera shot, you position all the characters, and you tell a story with the image. That's what a fucking director does. And yeah. he basically told Joe Quesada, he's like, all you got to do is get behind the camera, dude. He's like, you'll be fine. You already know how to do the job. You just haven't done it yet. And so, yeah, the hearing that, that he's actually doing that, that's fucking awesome. And, yeah, it makes sense to do, you know, short little, you know, shorter films first, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's probably a scary concept. It's Marvel. You know, you're still talking about moving around, you know, some big dollar amounts, even if they're doing a little short, you know. So that six-minute film is probably going to cost a couple hundred thousand dollars at least right. just to get all the actors and the food and the light. So, yeah, but that, that's awesome. Yeah, the, the idea of, yeah, Joe Quesada doing directing stuff, I'll, I'll happily watch those. Yeah, it'll be exciting. I just don't know where they're going to – so far they didn't say where they're going to be showing them. It's probably going to be an online series, I'm guessing, because uh, they're short. Again, they're only six, minute long, or six minutes long, so I can't mm-hmm. imagine they're anywhere else. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and we'll probably keep everyone posted on CMYK TV on where it'll be showing. So Indeed, cool. yeah, they'll probably be on – I would assume it'll probably be on the ABC website. Probably, but they, um, they put up the, the Agents of Shield episodes there still. So, yep, yeah. But uh, overall, uh, it's good to see. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with next season with um, everyone doubting everybody. Uh, I'm yeah, guessing but now. Now you have the heart of the team back, and so that's all that matters. Well, do we? Everybody loves Daisy. Do yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Quick. That that honestly, uh, like, I kind of saw it coming, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I was like. They need to do it because, like, her, the whole betrayal with the Hydra thing, and then her turning on the team, like, it, like, with Ward, it made sense for the character. Yeah. Because of who he was and what happened to him. But it totally did not make any sense at all that if Daisy was in trouble, she wouldn't go to that team. It was guilt. It was guilt. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, she just didn't feel like. She didn't want to put anyone else in harm's way. I get it. You know, she's trying to play the hero, quote unquote, the hero. So it's all I mean, it's all right. But I'm just glad that she's back on the team. That we don't have any more of this going off on her own business. And it's nice to see them coming back together. But I still don't think it. I mean, there's going to be that. I don't know. I I just want to know what they're going to do with this LMD thing. I just really want to see how that that plans out. But uh, so far, so good. First first half of the season, uh, I give a thumbs up for sure. Oh, definitely, and then I, I like what they did with uh, with Ghost Rider, and I love the fact that basically the end is that we're sending him to hell. So right. <laughs> he'll probably be back, but it's really a probably. question of how and when. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've already seen him get knocked into another dimension, and that wasn't enough to stop him. 
he <laughs> i i want to say they even hinted like this isn't the last time we'll see him you know oh yeah no i think max straight up said that like yeah, it, yeah he'll be back it's yeah. like i saw what the motherfucker inside of him can do mm-hmm. and i saw what he went through so yeah he'll be back <laughs> all right well i yeah uh was there a lucifer finale uh i don't was that think two there weeks was, ago yeah i think it was two weeks ago it was the one with um damn what episode was that was episode unless i missed it it's episode nine i was just curious because the news <laughs> i got for them or for this episode for this one uh, it was pretty interesting it only came out last friday but oh, what was the news that god's gonna be a character oh nice are they finally gonna bring god in because yeah they've been dealing with god's wife mm-hmm. and of course all of god's kids because that's yeah. who all the characters in the show are uh where's that episode list yeah I see what you did there uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so god is a psychiatric ward patient that's how they'll introduce god so is this like a fallen odin thing like is this a dogma thing Ooh, it yeah. could be are we gonna see uh, and... yeah quid pro ho is the last episode showing on the <laughs> website yeah some of the episode names are great <laughs> yeah it's quid pro ho and you actually got a Lucifer on the on the witness stand being cross examined by his mom, the the deity herself in the body of a human, and it was a fucking crazy episode. I just the actors on that show playing off each other. Like even if you don't get involved in the story at all, mm-hmm. or didn't read the Vertigo comic, don't care about it. Literally just watching those actors play off of each other, it makes the show worth watching just for that sequence alone. Those the the characters that, that play the detectives. Uh, the character that plays the daughter of the two detectives, she's fantastic. This little girl that's got to be like eight or nine, and she's just in love with Lucifer. She thinks he's the coolest guy on the planet, and she she loves the demon. She loves uh, Maze, who she thinks is like the coolest chick ever, because mm-hmm. Maze does what she wants. <laughs> she's a uh, fucking demon. <laughs> I, I love it, and I do like I love this. Uh, Trip to Stabby Town is one of the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, stewardess interrupt this. I'm this is okay. That's clever. I'm okay yeah. with this. <laughs> yeah, the show the show has great tongue in cheek stuff because uh, one of the things that they play up about the character that really came to fruition in this last episode is that Lucifer doesn't lie. So, like one of the one of the names that he hates is like because I believe one of the the names for the devil is the Prince of Lies. Yeah. Lucifer never lies. On this show, you never hear him tell a lie, and he will not lie to anybody to get something done. He always tells the truth. And so they really play that up in this episode because pretty much they basically tell the detective that if she's willing to call Lucifer a liar, then the deity, his mom, will make sure that the guy who murdered her father goes to jail. And if not, he's going to walk. Wow. And so the detective has this choice where basically she wants justice for her murdered father, but at the same time she would have to call basically her best friend a liar when she knows that the one thing that Lucifer doesn't do is lie. And so, yeah, they played that up really well in this episode. It's really good. That's pretty clever, too. I like that. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's the one one thing he's a stickler about is Lucifer always tells the truth, (laughs) which that's insane. He's the fucking devil. And yeah, it, it plays so well on the show because if he, when people ask him stuff, he tells them. Like, you know, whenever someone makes a joke about, you know, deities or something, like, he cracks right on top of it saying something stupid about his dad being a jerk. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's fucking, it's hilarious. Because, yeah, Uh, there's so many puns and stuff that work into the the show so easily because of who he is. Oh, yeah, it's a great show. And, yeah, the actors on it are just fantastic. It might be for, like, the kind of an undiscovered cast, which I don't know. I don't think I've seen the guy that plays Lucifer in no, anything else. I'm pretty sure that guy is is yeah. uh, not but, new, but probably has done a lot of stuff uh, yeah. across the sea. 
Yeah, probably across the pond because yeah, he is yeah. British, which apparently you know all of our great superheroes are British. Which I don't know if you know <laughs> Lucifer counts, but he's close because man, he's good. He's so yeah, good. yeah. yeah the, the acting talent on that show might be the best like group of kind of not huge stars that they put together to do one of these shows because mm-hmm. like Gotham was a given. Like you had Ben McKenzie who had two giant TV shows under his belt. You had freaking uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. You know you had um uh. God damn it, the guy who plays the detective with the beard. I can never think of his real name. Wait, what? <laughs> Not Columbo. <laughs> Wait, who, uh, the, guy, the guy that plays Harvey Bullock. Uh, oh, been, uh, oh Terriers, yeah. uh, the What was it? The, the, the Grown Up Show. He's been yeah. in a ton of movies, but like that. Been, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic actors on that show, which they are all proven fantastic actors. But Lucifer seems to be the show where like they went out and just, you know, kind of pluck these actors from different places and put them together and it just works. It works really fucking well. I really Donald Logue. Donald, Donald Logue. Logue. There we go. God, I had to find that name. because yeah, I've, I've never not liked him in something. He is one of the best things. He was originally the best thing on Gotham when the first mm-hmm. came out. I was like, oh, I'm watching it for him. Yeah, but now that they've, fantastic. Now that they've kind of really put his role in the back, like they really delegate into background character almost. Yeah, in um, certain episodes, yeah, he doesn't do much. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, it was uh, grounded for life. That was the the like the fox sitcom. Oh, that on. yes. Yeah. He was yeah. so good in that. Yeah, there's I've never seen Donald Logan something where I didn't enjoy his performance. The guy so, is a one hundred percent actor. Like everything he does is good. But yeah, Tom Ellis, uh Lucifer, he's all he's all UK stuff. I'm looking at all his IMDB, stuff. it's all UK stuff. Yeah, which is oh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's so good, and he's, and he's so goddamn charismatic, which, of course, you know, that's what you British. have to nail. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, even all the Brits aren't all charismatic. They're no. pretty much all more charismatic than Americans. But, yeah, they're, they're not all charismatic. But, yeah, he's so damn good. I need I need to go watch – I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if I want to go watch other stuff with him in it just because I so love him as Lucifer. I'm not sure if I want to see him as another character. Yeah. Well, At least not yet. He might – He <laughs> might. look, he might – in, you know, embrace or envelop a character, you know, when he's there. So you might forget it's him. Like, there's some guys out there, who you, they just become that character. But yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so good as the devil. <laughs> oh, all right. Where do you want to go next? Uh, let's see. Besides the CW shows, was there anything else that we had? It's just CW, right? Uh, CW is it. Um, yeah, like, like you said, Supergirl is was over last week and just a quick thing for that they revealed mr mixelblick will be i knew it i knew they were gonna bring him they're bringing yeah. him in for... that's when that's when another kevin one of those ones that's like was... what is he gonna look like because well wow. kevin smith posted, <laughs> posted a picture and then censored out who the villain was and said it was a uh, oh in his in his episode that he directed I believe so. He no, does the Mixel Plicket? No way. No, he did that for uh, the Flash episode he directed. It was him with the original Flash, and uh-huh. the person that was blacked out was the Earth 3 version of Jesse James Trickster. So it was Mark Hamill oh, in oh. a much more Joker version of the Trickster, where yeah. he was wearing like the long coat and had a gun. Yeah, that, that image that you're thinking of, Josh, I did. I saw that, and yeah, it was the, they brought back, they got together the original Flash and the original Trickster from the first show, and had them do a fight on Earth three, when uh, Barry goes to talk to him about Savitar, which is coming up. Oh, see, okay, so that's, that, that already happened. No, that happened. That, that was the finale. Yeah. 
So, Josh, you were you asked last week, like, how are they going to do a musical episode? It's because mm-hmm. of him, Mr. Netflix. Makes a point. We'll, we'll be, it's, he's covering the back half of the season and the musical crossover. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he can force them all to Apparently sing for that, an episode. That, which is two episodes, of course, because oh, one Jesus. Supergirl, one Flash. It's going to be one of each. But yeah, so Mixoplex looks like it'll be a part <laughs> of the musical episode. I'm, uh, okay, that's cool. He, I mean, that, that was always a fun character. Yeah, he's cool. On the cartoon, uh, anyway. I, I never read the comics, but on the cartoon, yeah, when he, he was, was an like, asshole. On the cartoon, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just the uh, next next thing you know, they'll put Batmite in there somewhere, and then we're just all, it's all over. <laughs> oh, no, no. He, he would be Arrowmite, right? Arrowmite. Because, be because Arrow is Batman. <laughs> So it would be Aeromite. I don't know if you guys saw. I posted a little animation that was a uh, I saw that, Green yeah. Arrow done in '66 Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Bang Pow Arrow and Flash. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. I've been seeing that making the rounds. Yeah, it, it's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, hey, look, it's CW's Arrow. We mean Batman. We mean Arrow. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's oh, well done. Wow. It's, it's a cute cartoon. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, we got the end of Supergirl, which yeah, that was good stuff. We had. Uh, the throwdown with um, Cadmus oh, and yes. then uh, Lena Luther turning on her mother, mm-hmm. which was cool. Launching the launching the the rockets and then uh, basically changing it to where the the material didn't kill every non uh, human on Earth. Yeah. So you know, bonus, bonus. <laughs> yeah, that kind of would have been a right. downer on the show if all the aliens died. It kind of mm. would have put a ding in their cast a little bit. He would have had just Guardian taking care of the whole city by himself, but you know, probably not going to work out too well since you know he's a little junior and he's still uh, getting roughed up a bit. No, I hope I hope that goes away. <laughs> oh, you hope Guardian goes away. I hope Guardian goes away. I hope Jimmy like says says to everyone because he's kind of a background character too now. Like they've kind of put now that he's not a love yeah. interest, they relegated him to kind of this secondary storyline guy. And we already have a bunch of storylines going already. We don't need a fifth one. So <laughs> oh, it's just funny because they also had him take over the Cat Grant role. Yeah. So yeah, he got relegated while being promoted as a character, pretty much. And so, he has no power over anyone because he yeah. doesn't have power over Kara. You know, um, what's his face is uh, is now part of DEO. So it's like, yeah, when it's just what. What's his job? He's nothing. So like, I know he's running Catco, which is still the you know the writers are going to stick with Catco being like the most important thing in the city. Yeah. Like that's not going to go away. Then, I, just, I don't know. I like the idea of having Guardian there for them to put a human level character next to Kara, so it gives you that. That's win. That's win. No, but I mean in the streets, oh. in actual fights, because that gives you the dynamic where she'll end up having to save him. Yeah. Need a sidekick at some point. Yeah, and then he'll <sighs> fucking hate the fact that she had to save him. There, there's story stuff there. It's, yeah, it's, the whole, yeah. it's the whole. I mean, it literally, it's the Superman Jimmy Olsen thing. It's just now Supergirl and it's James Olsen and he's Guardian, but he's still just a you know by comparison a very weak human. So yeah. you know he'll he'll get kidnapped. He'll get to play the lowest lane for her. He'll get kidnapped and she'll get to go save him. <laughs> or there'll, there'll come a time where Guardian will be called. You know, like called upon, and you know his beeper will go off or something. I don't. Or know. Yeah. or Carol will be powered down, and there's going to be yeah. somebody, that and he'll have to save her. Yeah, yeah. he'll do the back and forth. And now that Alex is, because Alex is a superhero too, she can't seem to like get hurt very well. You know, and she's never really in danger. She can take care of herself. Yeah, she's pretty so. much invincible. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> oh, is. And check it out. 
Little Dirk Manning. Ooh, Manny. look at that. Little Tales of Mystery <laughs> coffee. Got my Volume 3 Kickstarter package in. That is one wow. sweet coffee cup right there. That is a nice mug. Yep. Coffee black as Dirk Manning's soul. Oh, jeez. <laughs> black oh, like Cthulhu. Man. <laughs> uh, just as a side tangent, because there's nothing that's going to get us to talk about this, but... <laughs> Uh, I think we're going to have to add this to our roster because February 2nd of next year, Powerless debuts the half-hour sitcom that follows the uh, cleanup crew for DC superheroes starring uh, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> see. Here, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I thought it was going to be about that that PS4 or PS Powerless? Network show. No, yeah, they just lost all their powers and then now... Now it's actually a show that's worth broadcasting. Right. The, no. The thing is, is that I don't believe Powerless is based on a comic. It isn't, but I mean, they're they're still basing it in <laughs> DC Universe. I'm just think... saying, the idea was the show is all shows oh, based on true. comics. So Power, even if... Really what Powerless is, it's mm. DC's version of a Marvel comic that they had called Damage Control. Right. Where it was about um... a company taking over and fixing things after superhero fights. And then they came up with the idea of DC was going to do an insurance company office. And then that idea, I believe, ended up translating into Powerless. (laughs) And Powerless, oddly enough, is a six-issue limited series by Marvel. By Marvel. really funny that they have. But yeah, I mean, the tagline underneath is the first comedy from DC Comics. I love that. (laughs) That is good. That is good. I love that. They they are completely embracing that they're just doom and gloom. Goofy. So, so oh, not, D, well, yeah, DC. Yeah. So we're not gonna. We're, so we're not gonna add this, even though it does have the word DC oh, Comics man. in the tagline. And it's this, gonna be set at Wayne Enterprises, apparently, according to Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, gonna, we'll probably have to add it. And it's got <laughs> Alan Tudyk in it. It's got. Um, oh wait, it's got two dicks in it. Oh, yeah. I'm watching it. No it's, matter what. It's got geek cred then. For I, sure. I, I, I love Alan Tudyk. That guy yeah. is amazing. So I, I think we have to. So okay, good. We're covering. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll do it. So what network will that be on? Uh, so uh, it looks like it says it's going to be on uh, NBC. Oh God. NBC's DC workplace comedy, Powerless. One familiar name has already been confirmed. Wayne. Is that It'll a Hulu Wayne channel? Enterprises? No, NBC, like the Friends Network, as I like to call it. <laughs> is that is that a Hulu network? No, no. You're going to have um, to get it online. Uh, no, uh, NBC has their shows on Hulu. Oh, that's where do? I watch. Yeah, that's where I watch. Oh, Blind it Spot. is. Yeah, okay. I watch Blind Spot on Hulu. So yeah, oh, okay. If oh, you so have Hulu, you should be able to watch it. So that's right. next year, next February, February second. Oh okay. yeah, and the commercial that popped up on the website for Entertainment Weekly to above the article was a commercial from Hulu. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're probably going to put it on Hulu. <laughs> that, that, that would make sense, especially since we're talking about it. Yeah. So yeah, but apparently name drops like Wonder Woman and Aquaman are going to be a part of the show. So it's well, not yeah, going to be. It's, it's supposed to live in that world. Oh wow! So Vanessa Hudgens, Alan Tudyk, Danny, Danny Pudi, yeah, from Community, mm-hmm. uh, Christina Kirk. I don't know who that is, and Ron Funches, dude, bunches of Funches. I will bunches watch anything with Ron Funches in it. That yeah. dude is amazing. He's one of the funniest comedians that has come out like that I've heard of in the last ten years. Like I... he was great on Undateable. That show oh. was not fantastic, but Ron Funches was fucking hilarious. On wasn't Undateable like live? Wasn't that a live show that people would? No, like? I think they did a live show. Oh, yeah, I think it was something they tried at the end of uh, their last season to kind of boost ratings. Mm-hmm. Was I think they did a live show because at least two, if not three or four of the the main actors were actual stand-up comedians. Because mm-hmm. you had Ron Funches and um, uh, the long-haired Chris. 
<laughs> he was the star of the fucking show, and I can't think of his name. That's how sad it is. Mm. But yeah, I mean, those two are both stand-up comedians. So, I mean, they've got training to do actual live comedy. But yeah, it was. I think it was just something that they tried out to try to boost ratings before the show got canceled. Well, good, good luck to them. Um, I, I guess we'll be looking... Expect this next year. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. yeah it's going to be uh, taking place yeah, at Wayne Enterprises and mm-hmm. uh, with Ron Funches. Yeah. I- I'm in. I'm in. Right. <laughs> I'm <Nice>. sold. <laughs> that works. All right, so we should get to our CW shows and finish sure. this stuff out. Okay. So, uh, so we had Tuesday was The Flash. Yes. Which was, yeah, we had, we had confirmation. Of course, we all knew, but we had confirmation that uh, – uh, I want to say Ron Weasley. God damn, all the characters are getting mixed oh. up in my head. Draco Malfoy was alchemy. Yeah. Uh, Tom Felton was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then we found out that he actually wasn't the bad guy. Which w- I had that theory that he wouldn't be the – like he just takes up the mantle. And apparently everyone yeah. takes up the mantle at some point to be alchemy. Yeah, so basically uh, alchemy is, cool. is the, the voice of Savitar. So right. it's the, 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 the stone, which apparently contains Savitar, is powerful enough to mm-hmm. reach out and get somebody and take control of them when Savitar is not able to actually leave the box. So is that a morpher? Is, is that what it is? Because uh, if you look at the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers trailer, it looks a lot like a morpher. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could be. It's the Savitar Morpher. Savitar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was good. Uh, they did. I, I guess the Flash really barely, rarely ever does anything wrong in my eyes. Um, they've it, yeah. always done it well. I, I uh, still have it. It's, it's for me. It is the number one show. It is of all the comic book rated shows. Flash is the best on TV. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's the best anywhere else because mm-hmm. Daredevil beats them all because they get to do whatever they want. And so right. the violence on Daredevil is so perfect to fit with that storyline that that's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. But hey, I mean, Disney's the Punisher. Come on. Like he yeah. took out a hallway of convicts <laughs> and actually murdered them with broom handles. Oh, was that great. shit was bloody good. Was but great. yeah, for having television and having to meet those restrictions and still having an amazing show. I mean, agents is great. Loose for all those guys. They're all fun shows, but nothing is better than the flash. And that cast is the best. Yeah, and of course they have to do a Flash team up with Jay Garrick and of course and the Flash. Barry the Allen. idea that they were oh, able to sure. bring back the original Flash and make him the Flash again on the Flash <laughs> TV show—how fucking cool is that? I like his suit. I like—I don't think we ever talked about it, but his suit yeah. actually really, really works for that character. Um, well, and especially with John Wesley Ship being a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. The way that they designed it fits really well. So he's not wearing a giant body piece of red <laughs> velvet like he used to in the 90s. Which I still, I own that whole season, that whole show on DVD too. I love the original Flash. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. But yeah, bringing back the original Flash and the Trickster and having them play the Flash and the Trickster on the show, mm-hmm. that is the, the greatest nod to a bunch of geeks, I think, in television history. Like, it's amazing. My only complaint is, is I don't like the fact that this box is the one thing that defeats Savitar. Like, put the rock in the box, and he's gone. Eh. Well, I mean, it works with the story. They figure that part out. Barry mm-hmm. saves the day. They get Cisco to put the the rock back and give up his brother. So he's he's can he's now not only okay with being Barry's friend again, but he's to the point of saying, okay, he's my peace. brother's dead. There's nothing I can do about it. This yeah. is somebody fucking with us. You know, that it has to be over. And so, yeah, then you end that fight. But then I love it because they completely follow it up with the moment Barry chucks the box 
into oh. the speed force. Mm-hmm. You get the flash forward where he accidentally knocks himself forward in time. Which is a first. And yeah, which is a first for Barry. And then Barry gets to watch Savitar murder Iris. It's like, how the fuck did that happen when I just got <laughs> rid of the thing that's supposed to stop you? Which I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where they talked about Francis it. Francis um, has a real issue with the, the female love interest on these shows. I, you know what? Because they're so... Moral sucked as soon as she showed up on the screen. Oh, don't get me started with... <laughs> we'll uh, we're not going to talk about that in a minute. We'll about 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 minute. <laughs> and my complete and utter anger with that episode. <laughs> but let's start with, with Iris. Like, Iris is... You know, uh, Jay, uh, Jay said it last week. He, he, she was fine for a while. And then she starts... I mean, she's fine still. I don't think there's nothing horrible about her. But I, I wouldn't be sad if they wrote her out. I wouldn't be upset. Like if they Let's, wrote her out, it's fine. Yeah, and I think I said it last week. I think it's literally the actress taking the advantage of every time they skip to a different timeline. Mm-hmm. She tries to play the character a little different because Which is she fine. shouldn't be the same person in every timeline. There mm-hmm. should be you know variations. But I'm still, I think, residue from season one, Iris, is still with me. <laughs> like, she was so, I hated her in season one. Season two, she was great. Season three, she's fine. But that first one just, oh, bit that away at me. So oh, here's dude. the thing. So, uh, Francis, have you ever read Flash comics? Um, No, I haven't. Yeah, you, you're in for disappointment because oh, really? <laughs> Iris Allen is the lightning rod. Barry oh. is the lightning and uh-huh. Iris is the lightning rod. He can literally rebuild his essence in the Speed Force and come back through time and death mm-hmm. if he can run to if he can run to Iris, because that is his it's his focal point. When Bruce Wayne thinks <laughs> of his dead parents, uh-huh. and that can make him train and be a detective and get through anything that no human could possibly do, Bruce can do it because he has that focal point. For Barry, it's Iris Allen. Okay, now. Does she get powers at any point? Um, I don't want to say no because it's comics and the Flash <laughs> was around in the 70s. That's so right. uh, the original Barry Allen Flash, I'm more of a Wally West fan myself. Mm-hmm. So those are the comics I read a lot of. But mm-hmm. for what I do remember from like the Infinity Crisis and the times Barry's like killed himself off and all the big stories he's been a part of, I mm-hmm. don't believe Iris has ever had powers. But I know somewhere that, I mean, of course, they had the crisis on Infinite Earths. In all those Infinite Earths, somewhere she had powers. But I've never read a story where Iris had powers. She, she's never been a Spider-Gwen, for instance. No, okay. no. She, it's, uh, it's, it's her family that's all the, the connecting dots for mm. the Flash universe. Okay. So Barry marries out Iris. Uh, Iris's nephew is who is Wally, who ends up mm. becoming Kid Flash. Mm. And then uh, Impulse, Bart from the future is Iris and Barry's like great 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 grandson like six oh, times rude but sure. like they're they're all part of the Allen family <laughs> and they're all speedsters and they're all speedsters I yeah remember impulse from uh, Smallville yeah which was so, yeah which was Bart. which I think it was it was a Bart yeah it was Bart. yeah they played him as the Flash but they called him Bart and so yeah mm-hmm. it was it was a mix of characters to where he was cuz yeah it, I think it was under the fake IDs he held up said Bartholomew on it Mm-hmm. So, so the yeah. Flash is the Spider-Man of DC, where there's just a million different versions of the Flash. Well, that's on- kind of what yeah Spider-Man has become now due to Spider-Verse. But Flash mm-hmm. has been that over in DC since the '60s and '70s. All oh, right, sure. So, so yeah. Spider, it's really the other way around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, yeah. Dan Slott, who I love and is probably mm-hmm. the best Spider-Man writer ever. They, they took a lot of that kind of from the the, the way the Flash family works, mm-hmm. where basically all the heroes in that in that comic book all become speedsters and so the villains have varying different powers which 
when you break it all down, they can basically all be beat by speed. Because, well, that's kind of how you have to write the stories if you're writing The Flash. And yeah, so yeah. in the Spider-Universe, they made it to where, yeah, there's all the alternate Peter Parkers and the alternate Spider-Man and Spider-Women from all the other universes, which, you know, Marvel, yeah, has really raised the raised kind of the, the masthead for Spider-Man being the, the icon again. Where, I mean, there was a while there where it was really just, it was Amazing Spider-Man and that was it. And there was nothing else coming out that had anything to do with Parker. And now, I, I think there's seven monthly books that have a spider character in the lead. Oh my like, god. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's right. amazing and it's awesome. Because, yeah. yeah, lots of spider books going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So, yeah, uh, I don't have much else to say about that <laughs> other than here's the news. I Like I said, I got news from pretty much every uh, nice, nice. show. Uh, for this uh, upcoming season, they're going to introduce another person from the Justice League. Apparently, her name is Gypsy. Gypsy, uh, Gypsy is, I guess, a part of Justice League of America. She's a JLA member. I'm looking at her right now. She mm-hmm. looks like the. She literally looks like the um, Jubilee of the Justice League. <laughs> like she's just kind of there. Uh, like I don't know. I guess her power is invisibility. Um, but that's yeah. like Kitty Pride. She's kind of like Kitty Pride, but I'm looking at it. If you it, uh, there's a blaster.com, oh, it's a JLA Detroit, so it's another oh. character that was, um, because that's where a vibe comes from. Oh, there you go. And so, yeah, I would guess they're doing to do another reboot because, yeah, for, for those that read, yeah, those that read JLA Detroit, vibe was an awful character, <laughs> and so people were kind of freaked out when they found out that, uh, that, uh, he was going to be part of the flash show. And then the, the character is so, so different mm-hmm. that people were really stoked. So yeah, they might be doing the same thing again, taking kind of a, you know, a CD less character and just making them really cool. Yeah. Cause I see captain steel here. I see, uh, I see Vixen. I see Martian Manhunter for some reason, um, and Aquaman on this cover. And then there mm-hmm. is gypsy. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, I guess. I mean, they're, the fact that they're just bringing in other characters from the universe is kind of kind of fun. Yeah, and I don't think she's a speedster, so there you go. You get, you get one one character in the Flash universe. <laughs> yeah, can we please not? Thank you. Yeah, there is quite yeah, a few. There is it, quite it, a few. It, it, yeah, it, it is kind of a running gag that yeah, oh, man, Every everything in the Flash is a running gag. Every, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, where's my wah wah button? Oh, you, you couldn't see where I was going with that. Come on, now. <laughs> I guess I should have seen that. But yeah, no, it, it was it was a good finale because yeah, I love the idea that as soon as they solve the problem, they're like, mm-hmm. "Fuck you, you'll be back." Because watch what's gonna happen now, and then yeah. Barry gets to watch Iris die. It's like, what the fuck? I just saved the day. I just look. Here's my here's my <laughs> one problem with that. My one problem is 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 that Barry is always encountering somebody dying, and his whole like his whole meaning in life is to prevent everyone from dying because he already knows they're going to die. And I <laughs> like he he needs to just. I, I mean, I don't know. I think his motivations are too much the same. It's always the same thing. So I I would have liked to see something different. Um, and I see. And I see the the writers are tackling it from the other angle at this point because mm-hmm. we've seen what happens if he tries to save his mom over and over again, and things just keep getting worse. Mm-hmm. And so he's come to the point he's had the character development. He's not going to go back and change the past anymore. Okay, well now I know in the future something might happen to lead to this set of events where I have to watch the person I love die. So yeah. knowing it with forethought going ahead, can I stop that event from happening if I know it's going to happen? Yeah, and Jay Gar- Jay's just like, hey, look, you—it's not going to happen. It's just a possible future, and yeah. so 
I don't know. But yeah, in the DC universe, yeah, all futures are possible, and they all get their own Earth. How did he know, though? It's like five months from now, which is around the season finale of the show, um, what's going to happen? Yeah, I did kind of like the idea that, yeah, just where, you know, Barry gets bounced into the future. He just gets whacked with the speed force, and it knocks him forward instead of backward for the first time. So he's shit out of his way. He has no idea where he is. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah. And then fucking Jay's just like, "Eh, I think he's right about here. And he just yanks him back out of the fucking timeline. I think they just chalked that up to, well, he was the original Flash, mm-hmm. and now he's Earth 3 Flash, mm-hmm. and he's just got more experience. Like, it just comes down to Jay Garrick as the man with experience. So he's like, oh, I know where he's at. I'll go oh, get him. That doesn't make it. All right, I guess. I'll take it. I'll take well, it. Oh, you were going to say it doesn't I'll make sense? It. It's a I mean, show you, about a kid that runs yeah, fast. Yeah, you, can, you can't say that. You can't. I guess. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm. You got you got to suspend that disbelief. Man. <laughs> All right. But yeah. So if we're if we're gonna talk about everybody's favorite favorite female leads, we move forward to Wednesday night for Arrow oh, season finale. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, the moment I saw the end scene, uh, uh, Chris Carroll, <laughs> my co-host over on All Things Good and Nerdy, is like yeah. you, and has oh. no love, no love None. for for the original Black Canary on the Arrow TV show. I and just... the first thing I did was send him a message saying, "Are you happy? Are you happy now? She's back." Because Laurel Lance has returned. People. She's not back. She's not back. There's no <laughs> way. There's got to be some sort of like way. hallucination you or something. Don't know. She's got to be. She. I, no. Okay. <laughs> for, let me get. Okay. First off, the, the show itself was so depressing. The most depressing winter it finale. Was. It was. It, yeah, it was a downer episode. <laughs> and I do just let me say because I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I didn't actually see Flash because the stupid CW app would not work. Oh yeah. Are oh, you still I having see sucks. Yeah, huh? I I did see Arrow though. So okay, nice. So what do you think of it, Josh? I thought it was fun and depressing. Mostly <laughs> yeah. depressing, right? Like the first part was fine. Like okay, he they're discovering things, and then everyone's dying or getting captured or like. I was the most depressing. bad news of someone's death. Yeah, like what the hell's going on? Why is, is it, it such really, a downer? It, it really was a downer episode. You know, Francis gets slapped in the face with Laurel Lance. The worst part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was doing. Look, I was willing. But to that accept. was worse than Artemis's betrayal. Yes, you know why? Because we knew it was coming. That's we knew true. it was coming. It's Artemis. If you read the Perfect. comics, if you watch the cartoons, yeah. the one person you can count on betraying their friends is Artemis. So that's fine. Let her do the betrayal. <laughs> but you know what? I was willing to chalk up like, okay, it's sad, but it's not depressing. And then Laurel shows up. And I'm like, oh, now it's a depressing, oh, it's a depressing <laughs> episode. You're not some, oh, no, no reason, none for her to be alive. If they, if they bring her back, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, see, if if they do, I'm wondering how. So they can't like the. the oh no, you! It's comics. Uh, it, I can list eight different ways she could, that character could come back right now. Yeah, but I mean, like and four I, of them would be the real Laura Lance. I, I look. I look at Laura Lance like I look at Batman's parents. They'll always be dead. Laurel needs to always. Well, I mean, why? Why couldn't it be this? You know, Savitar or somebody that yanks her from the past. Also, your problem is that Laurel Dinah Lance is the actual Black Canary. I I hope you know what I think it's going to (laughs) be. This is this is my theory, and I uh, I want you to everyone to mark this down. 
I want to hear this. She so we've already encountered another Laurel Lance, right? We encountered the Earth three one, right? Is it Earth three or Earth two? The one that uh, Zoom brought back. She never died. That Laurel Lance still exists somewhere. Oh, yeah, I think that I think that was the Earth two one. Yeah, Earth two Laurel Lance lives and is taking advantage of the situation. I don't know. If she's taking advantage of the of uh, mm. the calamity. I don't know if she even made it back to Earth 2. Do we even know if everyone got sent back to Earth 2? I don't recall. Maybe she was one of them that never made it back. It will be her. It will be her. I, I kind of like that. Because, yeah. yeah, well, they closed, they closed all the rifts, and then they mm. beat Zoom and closed the last rift. Yeah. But I don't know if they ever specifically said that they actually – Caught all the metahumans and got them all sent back to Earth too. They could still be in the, you know, at Star Labs. They could still be in there. But yeah. well, also- and plus we've seen Savitar. He sneezes and he jumps dimensions. He moves so fast. So there's would be no problem at all for Savitar to go to Earth two and bring her back. Yeah. So I mean yeah. that that's that would have been simple. He could have gone in between Barry saying a word and he could have gone and got ten other supervillains from other planets and brought them to that Earth. That's yeah. Yeah, so there's uh, so many op- there's so many opportunities for it to be not actual Laura Lance, which is which is fine because that means she won't be around for very long, which I'm okay <laughs> with. I'm all right here, with that. Here, here's my hope: they're going to introduce a shapeshifter that got oh. fucked over by the Dominators and okay. picked up like that signal from one of those pods, mm-hmm. and it shapeshifted her, and she thinks she's Laura Lance. Unless it could also be how Savitar comes back. Because again, Savitar plays with your head. Yeah, makes you see things that aren't really there. Could have brought her back and say, "Hey, you need to do this thing with a boss." Oh, oh no! I just thought of it. What's up? They're bringing back Grodd. Oh just, yeah, she's just an image. She's she just is. a mental image. That's and what I said. It, You're right, Josh. Oh, did you say there you go, there you Josh? Go. Yeah, nobody yeah, ever just... listens to me. But I said it. <laughs> nobody ever listens to Josh. Yeah, so he walks in the room and Grodd puts the image in his head, and then Laurel's standing there. And it's actually a 800 pound telepathic gorilla. I, you know what? I guarantee Josh's theory is gonna is gonna be the one that comes <laughs> out because they did actually. I forget. I read somewhere that there was evidence of Grodd coming back for the later episodes. Yeah, and they they so. they mentioned it. I think on both shows because they yeah. had HR talk about the giant city of talking gorillas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, they, they've been okay. dropping hints that there's going to be a return of Grodd. Nope. But yeah, it'd be cool to see Grodd on Arrow. We get a lot of mind-controlling uh, supervillains on this show. Uh, DC is known for that. Okay. DC is very heavy on the telepathic mind-controlling supervillains. Okay. There's literally one called uh, Masala and the Brain. And Masala, <laughs> Masala is a giant monkey that yeah. wears a French beret and usually carries machine guns. <laughs> and the brain is basically if you took a Frankenstein brain in a jar and stuck it on top of a Dalek from Doctor Who... Yeah. That's Masala in the Brain. That is an actual set of villains from the DC Comics. What are we going to do tomorrow night, Brain? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing <laughs> we do every night, Masala. <laughs> yep. Try to take <laughs> over the world. <laughs> yeah, D- DC's got some crazy ones. I they like have a it. giant starfish that tries to take over the universe all the time. <laughs> it's just a giant starfish. Like, what oh. the fuck? Just starfish <laughs> are scary. I- I'm okay with that. That's all right. A normal normal starfish is not scary, but a giant one changes everything. Have you seen a giant star? That would freak me out, man. That would just freak me out. (laughs) 
Uh, but anyway, <laughs> no, I haven't seen a giant starfish. I don't think they exist. Uh, no. Oh, probably in the. And I don't depths. want to see a giant. Maybe in the starfish. depths. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about starfish and their their life cycle. I'm, I'm a <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> good, good. I hope you didn't. That would be that would be disturbing on a whole other level. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, that leaves us with one, right? I think that's all yep. that's left, right? So then, yeah, we came down to uh, Legends. We got another uh, big shocker, Jump Through the Past. Because isn't it funny how all the shows that can time travel through anywhere always seem to go to the past? Yeah, you know why? Because they know what the costumes look like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then the future sucks. Come well, on. Well, they don't know if the future is going to suck or not, but nobody mm. really wants to take the chance because then if you're wrong, you look funny. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all it's all about going to the past, and yeah, this time we got the uh, the Roaring Twenties, we got the uh, the introduction of the well, I shouldn't say the introduction of, but the increasing membership of the Legion of Doom on the CW. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, Damian Dark running around with Eobard Thawne, and we got the introduction to Dun Dun Dun. They were joined by Malcolm Merlin. Now, can I just say, uh, despite all that, they do work with Al Capone, which, in all honesty, is the weakest-looking Al Capone I've ever seen. Yeah, he didn't look very Al Capone-ish. I, no. I don't know. I, I thought it was funny. He kind of just looked like a normal guy with a scar on his face. He was baby-faced Capone. Like, he looked like he was 12. I mean, the guy was just... I don't know, man. I wasn't I wasn't a fan. In all the different iterations you've seen, in, in, even in cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely rough. wasn't the toughest, toughest looking Capone. But yeah, that that, yeah. that wasn't the important part of this episode. No, this episode, no. the important part was that you got to see Mick take charge and That's say, "No, true. no, haircut, skirt, you're all doing this wrong because you're thinking like heroes. We need you to do this like villains, like criminals." And, of and course, yeah, like well, that was awesome. The even bigger, I mean, this the, uh, what I liked about this episode was they just brought in all of the heavy guns because they even brought Captain Cold back in a way. Yep. Yep. In a way, which I thought, okay, they're really going nonstop for this final episode, and and I, it was really, it was really well done. I like that he was a figment of his imagination. Uh, I would have, I wouldn't have minded at least one more like j- nod to like, hey, we were in a show called Prison Break. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been really good. Uh, I don't know. I think there might be more coming of those, but I, yeah, great. I do like the idea that yeah, the mix uh, kind of got to the point where he's seen things now. <laughs> Which I and I guess developing sort of relate like an interest in Vixen, right? Like, oh, is that, definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. That is that is happening. Those Which, those those two got the got the got the heavy heavy likes. But I thought Steel and Vixen were like kind of cozy in an episode. I remember them getting kind of cozy in an episode. Uh, I think Vixen was being nice to the grandson of a guy she worked with. That's and true. Steel had a crush. <laughs> that'd be weird. That wouldn't that be weird to yeah. just like hook up with your grandfather and her grand or whatever, you know what I mean? The grandfather. Yeah, there's, and no, the there's no saying that she didn't sleep with Captain Steel. So right. it'd be yeah, it'd be creepy. To, well, then again, it's kind of the Captain America thing, right? Mm, now why? It's the same guy. <laughs> it's a no, different. no. But oh. Captain America had the girlfriend, oh, and then yeah. he dated the girlfriend's granddaughter, the niece. Oh, was a granddaughter or, or the niece, niece or whatever? Yeah, but yeah, niece like, is okay. Sarah, Sharon Carter is related to Peggy Carter. Yeah. So it's still in the family. It's one removed, though. <laughs> 60 years of ice. 60 years of ice in between, but it's still kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, one removed. <laughs> one removed. I, I, I accept that. That one, that one I, I'm for. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Legends did, you know, it felt like a regular episode, sort of, um, even though they are building up to the Spear of Destiny. 
Yeah. Now, now we know what they're looking for. Yeah. And the end, which I thought was, he did a really good American accent that Arthur Darville. <laughs> oh, indeed. Yeah. The, the, the weird thing of him, like being on a movie set, doing Making... a movie about his own character. Yeah. Like, that, that might be the most meta thing that they've ever had on legends was that he's apparently lost in time but is directing a movie about himself in what looked like the 70s? I'm thinking it looked like the, the 70s, yeah. Yeah, it looked, it looked like the 70s from the clothing. He had a lot of big collars, large uh, bell-bottom pants. But yeah, it was that was yeah, like the most the weirdest meta thing and yeah, a great American accent. Like it was really weird to see him yelling at people and sounding like an American. <laughs> Which is why but, yeah. I didn't get that scene at first. I'm like, I don't get it. What's going on? And then they did the reveal. I'm like, okay. Yeah, cuz yeah, at first I was confused. I'm like, who's this guy running through the what the, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, did CW just cut over to a movie? Like, what the fuck's going on? I almost yeah. thought they replaced him because, you know, you see him running. And I thought, like, oh, yeah, just replace Arthur Darville. You can't replace Arthur Darville. No. <laughs> hey. Well, and I mean, no. they could. But, yeah, they apparently shouldn't. they were smart and didn't. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to be weird to see what they what they do for if it's going to be basically like the the the, the competing storylines of the legends looking to find Rip Hunter. And bring him back to the team while at the same time trying to stop the Legion of Doom from getting the Spear of Destiny. And like, you know, comparing, running those two storylines parallel to see what has to happen when. So yeah, it could be some fun stuff. I, I actually, I loved uh, the start of the episode. Yeah. Right when you had uh, Steel and the Atom going toe-to-toe oh, again in the fucking yeah. hangar bay. Yeah. And literally had mom and dad come in and yell at them. Like, I did you like two that. Knock off the rough housing. The last time you did this, you got lost in time. Like I, fucking knock it off. It's a, it's a nice little like brother <laughs> relationship that they have on there. Yeah, they they could yeah, definitely pass as, as brothers for, for sure. Yeah, sibling rivalry. Yeah, it's yeah. a pair of haircuts. Pair of haircuts. But uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is you know I'm looking at this team up with Eobard and and Dark and Merlin. I'm thinking you have the crossover team up of villains. This is the I mean here's another yeah. crossover potential storyline. Totally. Story line. totally. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. See what what I know. I mean, I don't know, but what I what I believe is that they're going to keep leading up to a bunch of different universes on Flash, mm-hmm. all these different timelines on Legends, mm-hmm. and there'll be some actual giant event where it's all going haywire, mm-hmm. and they will do a Crisis on Infinite Earths type storyline. They have to, which is which has been done in the DC comics multiple times, mm-hmm. and then what the end result gets you is something the Flash will be closer to the original storyline pre-Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And then we will get Supergirl's National City moved to the Earth that uh-huh. Barry and Ollie live on. So it won't mm-hmm. be Dimension Hopping anymore. And then I don't know what they'll do with the Legends team, but yeah, they'll, they'll, well, they'll, Legends... they'll eventually we're going to get a crisis and it will bring all the shows together on one planet. And then I hope they call it New 52. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, they probably. Rebirth. <laughs> well, I, I, honestly, at this point, I take it better than Marvel's now, now, now again. Now, because no, right. I don't know which Marvel now this is that they just started calling the books Marvel now again for You're the second or third now. time. Everything yes. that's happening now is happening now. It's happening now. <laughs> yes. uh, then, what happened? To, what happened to after? Well, that was then. This is now. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. It's uh, rebranding oh something God. is one thing. Rebranding it the same thing repeated times. Mm-hmm. That's ungodly annoying. <laughs> I, I just can't wait for the powerless crossover. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so then yeah, what happens now? They got a show on NBC 
Yeah. Do they do they have it to where yeah those the all these guys blow up a city block somewhere and the people in that office building have to deal with it or something? <laughs> Look, they, if they can get the Powerless and Gotham series to to cross with the oh, CW series, a full DC crossover, like full complete DC mm-hmm. crossover. I got I got a paycheck that says that'll never happen. No, it's never. Fox doesn't play well with people. Remember? No. And again, I'm amazed that Gotham has lasted as long <laughs> as it has on Fox. So. Yeah, it, it is a special thing for being the the Batman show without Batman. It is mm-hmm. honestly, it's done well. It's done a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, like I said, I'm ba- I thought it would go two seasons and be done. I am remarkably back in. Like I didn't think I hated the beginning of the season, and I just got back in. I, mean, I like I like all the actors. Yeah, all the actors are rad. It's just yeah. it's boring to me. It's not boring. I want, this I want Batman. Boring. <laughs> okay uh, you're not gonna get boring. batman for a while but kid batman even kid batman i like him that actor's great yeah but kid batman i don't he's he's no he's about right because he's going through his hormones right now i'm like he's a little too yeah. into the whole like oh Catwoman. i mean sorry selena <laughs> yeah she's not like me selena I, oh, but she's I really gonna... like you, selena. <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know yeah it's a show filled with great actors that has some weird storylines but yeah i mean I, I would watch it just for the guy that plays enigma because oh yeah yeah that dude's great be, now they're letting him be evil mm-hmm. and so yeah that actor he does that so well like he's he's top notch and then yeah i mean penguin fish butch like there's the whole cast is just fun as hell mm-hmm. and they all really seem to enjoy playing their characters too that's the other fun right. part. that's be one of those shows where the cast has fun so uh, I guess Gotham, the one Gotham bit of news that I have is uh, the dude that Jerome, do you remember Jerome? Now Jerome played the Joker-ish uh, yeah, character. The, the, supposed, the supposed Joker, um, yeah, that killed the his kid. Son. Yeah. Yeah, the so, kid yeah. that had the awesome laugh. Right. <laughs> uh, so they're going to have him back again, of course, in episode 12 of this season. Is it? No, no, not 12. Uh, he's coming back. And they say it's supposed to be the new 52 version of the Joker. I have no idea. Oh, that is the rumor at the moment. There's no, uh, there's no solid uh, proof that he will be the joke. Well, okay, come on. He's going to be the Joker, right? Like there's there's enough evidence. Yeah. yeah, That he's going to be, but yeah, I'm thinking. So yeah, new 52, that is the Capullo Snyder Joker. That's the, I cut my face Face off off Joker. Joker, which, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I, I do want, want to see, see that because that's nah. a it's a really well written crazy version of the character. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's oh, <laughs> he might not cut off his face, but he'll probably be that. He'll be scarred and he'll be scarred and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to see him with his face cut off and stapled back on. If you're gonna do it, do it. Don't half ass it. They can't do it for a. They can't do it for a prime time network television well, he show. He can't cut his face off on no. the screen, but he can't have a face that's stapled on. Well, so <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, I guess. I just. I think wonder. they could pull that off for prime time. It's after I, nine p.m. Look, as long as the doll maker is either Nicolas Cage or John Travolta. I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm okay with it. If those are the doll maker, and then fine. Oh, that'd be so good if they got Nick Cage as one of those super crazy characters. Like Toy Man or Doll Man or one of those. Oh, right, that, right. That, just wanted to that be going face so off. Face, face oh, God. off. 
You went there. No more drugs <sighs> for this man. <laughs> all right. So that's all the news. Are we good for this week, guys? I think so. Yeah, it wraps all everything right. up mostly. Yeah. Oh, my God. When will we be yeah. back? So I'm not sure. Wait, actually, I set it on my calendar. Let me check here. Because a couple of the shows, I know they give the dates on the CW when they were returning. And so I deleted my alarms between now and then for when the Flash would actually be back. Well, Supergirl <laughs> will be the first one returning. I'm assuming. Yeah. So, uh, see, Flash is the 24th. I believe Supergirl will be back on the 23rd. So oh. it's uh, the fourth week in January. It looks like most of the shows will be returning. Oh, so, so yeah, so be gone for a month. Yeah, about a month. We'll have a downtime so everybody can enjoy the holidays. We'll probably have. Yeah, we'll see if uh, some of us can possibly watch uh, those mini episodes yeah they're popping up on abc i actually have been planning i'm going to try to watch all the cwc shows of vixen because okay. i had never said in to watch all those so we'll watch all that stuff get all caught up with those and then uh we'll come back in about a month for uh, a little more cmyk tv when the the seasons all come back and premiere and we'll have all the fun shows to talk about again and uh until then i'll tell the folks where they can find you at francis uh, you can find me on Twitter at aka the other guy, or you can go to my website sincere.sarcasm.net, where I put all of these podcasts, which I actually have to catch up and put all the CMYK on there. But any podcast that I do, you can find there, as well as some of my writings of the conventions I go to, all at sincere.sarcasm.net. All right, and Mr. Hawkes, inform the people. Uh, I don't have a commercial. Um, but... <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, hey, hey. Shame, shameless, shameless. Well, you, don't, you don't have a shameless plug for two days later or uh, one well, of the other eight podcasts you do? Well, we'll get to that part, but you can find me on the Twitters at 303 underscore ninja and uh, all over the Points of Interest Podcast Network, which you could find at poipodcast.com. Very Dun-dun. nice. And I am on Twitter as at Anthony Bachman and occasionally at CMYK TV. So <laughs> that'll, that'll do it for this, uh, this, this mid-season finale break for us. We'll see everybody in about a month. Have yourselves a colorful holiday season. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs>